You're listening to Grant Edwards, 88.1 FM, The Wireless, The World at Five. We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. To use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity to reflect on the lessons the cybersecurity community can draw and improve our preparedness for a potential cyber pandemic. There we are. Well, we're just sort of getting organised. <laughs> they were two minutes late, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, good morning anyway. Grant Edwards here with you. I'm here till eight o'clock. Me and Digger. How are you doing this morning, Digger? Oh, I'm all right, thanks. Yeah, got thanks for my new microphone. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, you're very welcome indeed. Now, um, so everything's working. All the yeah, Everything's happening. We've got... Um, Got a bit of, uh, I suppose we should show them some weather. I'm very impressed, actually, with uh, with what you've done, mate. You've done a good job. Well, thanks very much. Yeah, well, I used to be a sound technician, didn't I? Oh, okay. Oh, well, uh, yeah, yes, of course. Yeah, I know that. I remember that. Now, who have we got lined up? Well, um, I've got some weather for you, but, um, yeah, that'll be coming up in a couple of minutes. Uh, eight minutes past five. Very good morning to everybody. Hope you're uh, wide awake and... Um, I had some, oh, no, we won't play any of that. No, no, we won't do that. Here, this is Bill Gates. He has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. We could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. And then we have another crazy billionaire. Bill Gates says, there's too many of us. His thing by 2030 is to depopulate the planet. And I, and I just wondered, like, are we part of the population that he wants to de? <laughs> depopulate? This is too many of us. This is too, and, they, and he says it. And people go, ah, it's a conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy theory. He said it. You can go on YouTube. He said, Bill, Bill Clinton. You know, Bill Clinton's me. Bill Gates. I'm sorry, I was thinking about Epstein's Island for a second. <laughs> So, Bill Gates, you go and see on YouTube, he says one of the goals for by 2030s is, is to lower the population of the planet, and one of the ways to do that is using vaccines. 
It's like, what? And people go, no, that's a conspiracy theory. So he said it. You can go see, he said, yeah, but it's a conspiracy theory to think, you know, he meant what he said. <laughs> says, what? He said it. Mm. He meant it. He's doing it. And it's working. <laughs> and it's working. And people go, nah. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Nine minutes past five, and uh, let's look at the, um, the the weather, shall we? Yeah, let's do that. We'll go over the temperatures. It's pretty warm, actually, this time of the morning. I can't believe it. Christchurch, the port, port hills there, you've got 19.2 degrees. Rotorua, she's chilled off. Now, Rotorua, was, it was a heat wave in Rotorua. I think it got up over 20 degrees there. I mean, at, at around about nine o'clock last night, I think Rotorua was... Um, 18 or something, you know, it's 8 now, 8.3, so that's what I say, it can be as, as hot as, you know, hot as, we won't say hell, but very hot, and uh, then in the winter time, uh, sorry, it, it could be very hot during the day, and then at night, even during the summer, it'll cool off down to 8 degrees, and that's the same with, um, my dad said it was like that in, in Napier and Hastings, real chilly at night in the summer, beautiful days, and then very chilly at night, but Napier's, they're in a heat wave, they're 12 degrees, but Rotorua, 8.3, Castle Point's the windiest, 56 kilometres per hour there, uh, Milford Sound has uh, 10.8, it's absolutely pouring down in Milford Sound at the moment, you've got some wet weather, temperatures now right across the country, Stewart Island, these are the main centres, Stewart Island, 13 degrees, Chatham Islands is 11 this morning, and in the Cargill 14 along with Dunedin, Timaru's uh, 10 degrees, Christchurch 14, Blenheim's on 16 degrees this morning, Queenstown, would you believe, is 18 degrees, it's up there level pecking with Christchurch, which is our, our current extreme of 19.2. France Joseph on the west coast, a wee bit cooler there for France Joseph and also Westport, 12 degrees, and Nelson, it's about there basking in it this morning, 18 degrees. Uh, Blenheim, a little bit colder, 16 degrees. Cross the Cook Straits to the bottom of the South Island where the wasp nest is. They, they, they think it's called the beehive, isn't it? Yes, we know it. We know it's called the beehive. My uncle used to be an interpreter, uh, the beehive, a Maori interpreter. So I think I should know. Shouldn't I? Yes, uh, Wellington, 15 degrees there. Masterton, a little bit cooler. Mr. Ansel, I told you, 13 degrees. Palmerston North there, uh, uh, 16 degrees for you. And over at New Plymouth there. And what about that old guy? He's in his 90s. He climbed up the top of um, Mount Egmont. Mount Egmont, you're supposed to say Taranaki. That's your new name. Well, you can't even pronounce married words, so I don't know why you're correcting me. Um, it's very rude to correct someone. Did you know it's quite rude to correct someone when, you know, when they're speaking? Uh, their pronunciation, very bad. I was taught never to do that. There's quite, quite a few things I was taught. Yes. Uh, it is. Okay. All right. 17 degrees there in New Plymouth, uh, in the Naki. <laughs> um, that's right. That's what you call it, isn't it? Yeah. Taupo, uh, 12 degrees. And uh, Rotorua, it's uh, really cold. That's the coldest place in the country at the moment. As cold as Charity, 18 point, uh, 8.3. Yeah. Gisborne, 15 degrees. And like I said last night, uh, about 9 o'clock, she was up there 20-odd degrees in Gisborne. And, um, yeah, Hamilton, a bit cooler there. It always is. Uh, very foggy. All of a sudden, around about, well, it would be March, March, April, it goes, it's like you always guarantee you're going to hit fog going through Hamilton. Nine degrees at the moment. Tauranga, 13 degrees, and Auckland, 14. Cold in the north, actually. I thought it was a bit chilly, actually. Uh, 13 degrees in Whangarei and Kaitaia. And, I mean, where we are, it's, uh, it's not too bad at all, really, isn't it? Now, uh, Kaitai, 12 degrees. Now, let's look at the short forecast. Now, we're mucking around here. Look, it's 13 minutes past already, 12 or 13 minutes past. Short forecast for all, news, for all of the North Island. Wow, look at that. Fine weather for the whole North Island. Except for what? 
uh, or areas of morning cloud uh, in the west. You know, there you go, so it's not fine, isn't it? Telling lies. Yeah, well, these things happen. It's funny, isn't it? They'll say, fine for the whole country except for scattered showers. <laughs> Here, there and everywhere. Nelson, right down. So the whole North Island, you've got a pretty good day today except for the areas uh, you've just got some morning cloud in the west and that's probably going probably to dissipate. Is that the word? Dissipate. Yep, that's the word. Nelson, Marlborough and Canterbury, fine weather. Fine and warm for you, so it's good at the top of the uh, South Island. Buller and Westland, often cloudy with rain at times. Now, that's where it all turns to custard down there, isn't it? Uh, often cloudy with rain at times about southern Westland. Partly cloudy elsewhere with the odd shower, uh, mainly this morning, and then it's going to Hopefully get better, but oh, I don't know. I'll let you know in another hour. Otago and Southland, mostly fine and warm today. G'day to all my friends in Southland. What a wonderful bunch of people they are down there. The warmest, even though it's cold as charity, it is the warm, one of the warm, cold as a barmaid's kiss, my, my friend used to say. That's a bit rough, isn't it? I know. Uh, it is a bit rough. Yes, probably shouldn't say that barmaid's kiss. I mean, do we have the year? That's right. <laughs> it would be cold. Can you imagine it, though? It would be, wouldn't it? All right, no, I haven't kissed any barmaids. Oh, well. Well, good. That's good. You stay out of the pubs. Otago and Southland, mostly fine and warm with scattered rain about Southland and Clutha, clearing this morning. Did I say that? No, I don't think so. I wasn't listening. I was looking at something. I was looking at TNT. Oh, uh, Fjordland, uh, periods of rain with some heavy falls there. Your, your weather forecast is boring, eh? No one really interested. I, I tell you what, people would be more interested in if you gave them what the wind speed is. They want to know if it's going to be this time of the year. There's people going out fishing and stuff like that. Oh, all right. Well, we, well how about you dig it out and have a look, digger? <laughs> find some, find some, you do that for me, would you? All right, I'll have a look around. Right, Chatham Islands, and you've got fine weather. And I won't bother with the extended forecast because we have gone over. And I'm not quite sure why TNT was two minutes late this morning. Um, possibly there's a there's a massive delay, so I better check. I just I refreshed everything though, you know, at about um, five or well, ten minutes too. So I'm blowed if I know. I think I've got everything cranking here. Let me double check. Yes. Now, um, who's over there on TNT? There, very interesting person there. Uh, yes, we'll come back to that later. Yep, we're all working, and we're going out on uh, Facebook today as well. And though if I play a record, they'll chop me off. Even though I send them all the data, they still chop me off. I don't know what's going on there. Oh, and also, if you go to Rumble, we've got a lovely, um, wonderful uh, sort of scenery of New Zealand there in the background. I'm sorry, I guess I'll have to get a video going. I mean, everyone's doing video, aren't they? So I suppose I will, and you can see me sitting here in my undies, uh, wearing my pyjamas. In the winter, I put jammies on, you know, and, and um, my slippers. I've got slippers on right now. I've got slippers on and a hoodie. <laughs> it's not actually not that cold, but I put the hoodie on just so it warms me up a bit there. Uh, yep, okay, so here we are. That's, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll look at the newspapers, I suppose, in a moment, shall we? This fellow from Wrangler Star, have you, he's on YouTube. Have you, have you, does anyone know about him? No. I, did, I don't take that. I don't take anything. I don't take vaccinations. I don't do any, any of that stuff. The question that maybe you guys should be asking yourself is, rather than should I be running to... We'll be banned now, you know. Why? Because he's, he just said vaccinate, well, jacksonations, and now Facebook's going to chop you off, isn't it? A therapy as to why is your testosterone low. Maybe you should take off your shoes. Maybe you should stop ruining your health wearing shoes that are putting your feet in an unnatural position and keeping you from being grounded. Maybe you should stop eating soy and processed foods 
and look at a job that makes you get out and work rather than just being around and sitting sedentary all the time. I think guys need to get out and be more masculine. Pick up some hobbies, get out around other men, and stop spending so much time on the computer. Clean up your diet, get a fitness, a fitness regime. You don't have to go to a gym. Just do some basic calisthenics, push-ups, lift a heavy rock. But it uh, seems to me that taking a therapy is not the solution. Just get back to masculine work, and uh, I think a guy might be surprised what happens. That's what I reckon. Hey, he's right, you know, but I don't know about lifting a rock. Why do you want to lift a rock for? I mean, what I did yesterday, oh, my gosh, we've got ragweed everywhere on this farm. You can't, boy, I tell you what, you don't, if you've got to pull them out, roots and all, they're a big, long thing with a yellow flower, and they look so pretty. <laughs> I was listening to my neighbour yesterday, and she said, she had a, uh, her, I think it was her, was it a granny, I think? Or it might have been a mother-in-law, oh, someone, someone in the, um, in the family, and she had these uh, rag, well, she had she beautiful flowers in her garden, and they ended up being ragwort, and she laughed. She didn't realise, because they do look quite nice. I mean, if you've got someone coming over and, you know, you need some flowers, or if you're after a funeral or something, you could just grab some ragwort, because they look, this time of the year, they look quite pretty, but boy, when they... When those seeds drop, they are just like dust. They just go everywhere. And if you don't pull them out, there's no, I mean, spraying, I don't like spraying. But actually, they come out pretty well. And I've noticed the ones that are under the trees, where, uh, where there's quite a bit of, um, you know, the, it's kind of compost, isn't it, under the trees, all the, all the foliage, you know, le- are dying. And, and um, so they pull out really easy. I can pull them out with one hand. But the other ones, you've got two hands. But up and down our hills, pulling out ragweed yesterday. Wow. And uh, the old gator there and just about tipped it over. I mean, it takes a bit to tip them over. Some people say those things run away on you, you know, those gators. But you've, what I do with them, and they have, because they've got a sort of a central centrifugal clutch. But what I do with them, you keep your slightly, you've got to keep the acceleration on. And that holds it going down the hills. If you take the foot off the gas, I mean, that could be why I could pick up a cheap one because people don't know how to drive them. I have one foot slightly on the brake. Um, and just just slightly on the accelerator, going down a steep hill, keep it slightly on, it just sort of holds it, and then the brake as well. And sometimes I don't even worry about the brake, I just hold hold the accelerator down just, just very lightly, and that lock just holds it, so I have it in gear. But as soon as you take the foot off the accelerator, she free wheels and she screeches, you know, screeches down the hill. And um, yeah, the first time that happened to me, it was a bit scary, because the brakes on it aren't that great. But I love those gators. John Deere gator they are. I've got a diesel. And I think it's got a probably, I don't know, 30 horse or something on. Probably, probably not even that powerful. It's got, I think it's a three-cylinder. Beautiful little Yanmar, those ones that they put in boats. This one's not marinized, obviously. But they're a lot of, a lot of fun. Now, um, we've got John MacArthur coming up. But hey, um, so how's your day been anyway? Has it been all right? Are you talking to me? No, I was talking to the people out there how is it listen if you've got anything you want to tell me or uh, you know you want to ring up yeah I'll, I'll i'll let you i think i I'll, i haven't got the phone here but i will i'll grab the studio phone i'll keep it here and i'll keep an eye on the text of what happens is i get to the end of the program and then i see there's all these people text me and it's too late and matt matt's been um good he's our founding member he's the financial he's the one that finances the whole show if it wasn't for matt we'd be we would be we would be at the you know i have to go down to the bank with a cap in hand so matt matt who was a contractor and i thought matt, matt was mari but i was reading a text from him yesterday and uh, he said no his family is mari and so he knows a little quite a bit about the uh, workings of the goings on of course yesterday we had waitangi day didn't we 21 minutes past i think it is isn't it what is it you're 21 past you're near enough anyway um and uh, yes yeah, so he's telling me all about 
that, and I would love to have Matt on the program, but, I, you know, he's a busy contractor. And he says, oh, sorry, I haven't been in contact for a while. Oh, it's all right. Gosh. I mean, he, he's the only one that forks out. He buys me coffees, you know, and I love coffee. <laughs> I've got a, cold, a cup here going cold now because I keep talking. Um, yeah, so look, the number here is 021. Uh, I should put it up on the screen, shouldn't I? I think it's on at the very beginning if you're, if you're over in Rumble. And thanks, oh, we've got a few people on, that have um, joined up on Rumble. We've just sort of started on Rumble in the last few months. Um, and it's very slow to kick off. So what have we got here? I'll just, um, there was some people there that I wanted to say thanks very much for uh, friending me. Yeah, uh, Saunders 70. So I guess that's someone in there who's probably born in 1970 around about. They just started following us. G'day to you if you're listening. Saunders, hi. And also uh, Blake, looks like Bodhi. Uh, it's got an H after the D. So, oh, Bo. Bo you be bod, bod he. Uh, they started you know, yesterday, and yeah, Saunders. And who else you got? You got Hooli, nineteen sixty. Now, nah, g'day, mate. I would say Hooli, you would be born in nineteen sixty. So you know, so we're on the same wavelength. My son said, "No young people would listen to you, you old fart." <laughs> I didn't say old fart because he's got res- respect, but he said they don't listen to me. I said, "I know." I said, "Well, I, I can't imagine they would." But anyway, so it's all old people. So good evening there. <laughs> Hello, Nana and Granddad. How are you? Uh, I think if they're too old, they probably find me. I um, mean, I've got a friend who's 83, and he just thinks I'm a raving lunatic because he just can't imagine. You know, he lives. I guess he's what you, some people are saying. They're in the matrix. You know, they've taken the pill, and I can never remember whether it's the blue pill or the red pill. Maybe you can let me know in the chat. O two one seven three two four two three. The text, I should say, not the chat. Don't have a chat. Uh, we'll get we'll get organised eventually. And um, well, so what? Hey, if you're on Rumble, what do you think of the? Um, can actually see the pictures. I'll just flick it over and see. I'll show you what I mean. Uh, you, you got some you got a very pretty girl there now talking. There we are. I don't know what she's talking about. We could drop in, but we probably shouldn't drop in. So we'll take news from them from time to time. And I highly recommend a, a TNT Radio News. You can find them at tntradio.com. They are tntradio.com. So we better get back to the boring old. But what? Oh, and also we've got some lovely scenery of New Zealand as well. Fantastic. 24 minutes past five. It's five. Did I say six before? No, I don't, can't remember. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so we better do weather, I suppose. And Oh, we done weather. We did, yeah, you did weather. Oh, gosh. Oh, well, it's because it's all this new technology today. Oh, no, we were talking about all the new people. That, you know, Vi- Lee Vaughn, thanks, mate. G'day. Lee Vaughn, hi. Lee Vaughn, yeah, I suppose it's Lee Vaughn. Uh, and make me wonder. There we go. And we'll have a look and see. Call out some of these people, why not? Yeah, Gags1960, oh, there you see, I told you, it's all old people listening to me, you old farts. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then, oh, why don't you just put a name like Jack or John or something, this one's LS507777, what's that, your phone number? Um, 108, they commented. I wonder what they said. Oh, what, can I can I click on that comment? Find out. When, did, when was that? That was back in... Um, uh, Oh, I can't see anything. Oh, I must have made a comment. Oh, no, I can't. Anyway, I'm lost on that one. Uh, so that's it. So hang on, I've got a few more. I'll just show you them all. Gosh, look at the time. Look at the time. Oh, there it is there. But what comment was that? Uh, someone made a comment. Here we go. What a great escape from the current state of the union. The world, this is what they said to me here on the, in the um, not in the chat, but on the comments. Uh, the world we're leaving, where we are leaving our children, uh, is uh, taking... A noise dive, is it? Uh, every election matters. They must be overwhelmed by conservative voters, yet only 12%, 12 to 20% of registered, no, I can't read it, registered Repu- 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 Republicans. Hang on, I'm going to have a cough. 
it always happens right in the middle of something, eh? Um, 12 to 20 percent of registered Republicans are even showing up at vote or showing up to vote. I think she means. Um, get registered to vote and vote. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, they're not. Oh, that's terrible. Well, you've got to, I believe you've got to register. I know, and I, apparently you don't even need to bother about registering here in New Zealand. It's just crazy. They're following suit. That was all that nonsense so that you can, um, because most people that don't vote, uh, they're the ones that the, the leftists that they rely on, the, the ones that don't, uh, sorry, that don't sign the, um, they, they, they vote in the last minute. They, they have to, too disorganised to get to get on the register, um, and or the only other thing with getting on the register, you end up doing court duty, don't you? You end up being in the jury, so that's that's the downside. They get you there because that's where they take the data from. Probably shouldn't tell you that, uh, otherwise you might not vote. And we need you to vote, don't we? I think do we? I don't know. Is it a waste of time? Oh, it could be. Get, let me know in the te- in my um, send me a text oh two one seven three two four two three. So uh, now we've got there, for a dose of reality, watch Jesse Kelly uh, for the truth at, oh, this is just an ad, is it? First, the, the firstly.com forward slash show forward slash Jesse Kelly. She's got a link there. So now when was that one? That one came out, when did we do that one? That was a while ago, isn't it? Uh, just late last month. Anyway, so that's that. Now, uh, I suppose I should have a look at the, well, what have we got there, uh, Sky News. Um, we'll go to, uh, why don't we go to News Hub this morning? I, I don't know. I'm Andrew Scott and Paul Maskell, they discussed the amazing, difficult, oh, no, not reading that. A couple of homos there talking about how wonderful is. They really push this um, gay thing. Oh, it's hardly gay, is it? Well, I, well homosexual then, isn't it? Well, it is. that People call it gay. Yeah, there's nothing gay about that, having some fellow Roger, yeah? <laughs> Digger, just calm down. Go and put the kettle on. Put the billy on, you said yesterday. Put the jug on or something. Do something useful and stop talking like that. We'll, have, we'll be off the air. We'll be, um, oh gosh, there are some crazy things happening here. Look, I'm looking at News Hub. I'll just do another quick refresh because I'm looking at the photos. Look unbelievable. Voters trust us. This is Shane Jones. Is that... Shane, it doesn't look like you, Shane. You've got a nice blue floral shirt there. Um, Shane Jones promises to view Waitangi Tribunal push for reset. Oh, OK, and we'll look at that in a bit more detail as well. Uh, we're at the front page of News Hub. And now, if you're interested in News Hub, you can find them at newshub.co.nz. And in health, Christchurch woman's plea after being diagnosed with three types of breast cancer. Well, wow, we, you poor woman. Um... Yeah, it's all probably, um, you know, you, well, my opinion on the whole thing, 28 minutes past five too, by the way, for those of you watching. And good morning to all the farmers as well, all the people out there milking at the moment. Good on you. And um, yeah, so, um, oh, Digger, grab that phone for me, will you? Grab, grab the, bring it over here. Yep, I'll have a look at that because there could be someone texting me and then I can t- uh, read it out on the on the air. Uh, there was a big fire, wasn't there? A lithium batteries. They may have caused a large fire in, in Auckland scrapyard. Where was that? Was that a while ago? I don't know. Lithium. Uh, lithium batteries from hybrid vehicles are being looked at as a potential cause of a large fire at South Auckland Car Wreckers Yard. The blaze broke out after 10pm on Saturday night at Otahuhu. 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 Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you know, I'm, not, I'm no good at marrying. 
I know. Oh, I hope I said it. I don't even try. I mean, it's, I, I find it's a struggle just to learn English, isn't it, really, and pronounce your vowels properly? And then we've, then we've got to go and learn a foreign one. Well, I say if you learn a foreign language, actually it's good if you learn a foreign language. It helps you, helps your English. Oh, okay, not for me. It hasn't been, I haven't found that to be. I mean, I'm a dyslexic. Dis- 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 I mean, no kidding. I mean, I could barely, I could barely string a sentence together. Uh, I, I couldn't read aloud when I, was, when I left school. That's how bad I was. And I thought, well, I'll stuff this. <laughs> this is no good. So I sort of, uh, what did I do? I got stuck in and, and started reading the newspaper. But I do, even now at my age, I'm st- I still struggle because, and, and all it is, sometimes I'll just look at a word and I can't make out what it is. And it'll be a word like Saturday. <laughs> no kidding. You know, we're a simple word, you know, truck or something like that. And there just seems to be some blockage between uh, the word on the page and my mouth, it just sort of, and I'm looking at it saying, why can't I, why won't that come out? Why, why can't, I know it's a simple word and it won't come out. And then other times I'll pick a word that's sort of like uh, in front of another word and I'll actually jumble them up. Uh, but, I, but I find that if you, if you read a lot, now kids, look, don't listen, and t- mums and dads, don't listen to the teachers when they tell you your child is dyslexic. What are they, doctors? How would they know? They haven't got a clue. Yeah, they told me all my life I was dyslexic. Or dyslexic, as we like to joke, and I was dyslexic, but um, it's not true. It's just that there's just a. All you've got to do is just practice. We just got to work a bit harder, and and I find that I've really got to force my eyes to go ahead. And when I do that, I can read as good as anyone. Uh, but if but sometimes I just can't get my eye to go ahead, and I don't know whether it's just that I don't read enough because words have always been a mystery to me. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever read a book right through. Oh, I might have done. Um, oh, maybe I read a few, but oh, yeah, I have, yeah, but you know, really struggle. They take me forever to read them, you know. But um, but are we getting there? Aren't we? Yeah, we're doing all right. So and I figure, you know, if I do this for another six months or a year, I mean, back back in the day when I worked for Radio New Zealand, or oh, half past twenty nine minutes to yeah twenty nine to six. Um, back in the day when I worked for Radio New Zealand as a as an announcer, well, you didn't have to worry about that. Then you could just like read, you know, look at the thing and you know, memorize it, <laughs> memorize everything. But now it's different. So what I do now is I for, I'm forcing, I'm practicing on you guys. I force myself to not read anything, and then not pre-read anything, not even nothing. And I, then I just go to the page and I read it at sight. That's what I'm doing, and I've been doing it. And some mornings it's really good, and other mornings. It's really bad, uh, but and you just have to put up with me. And you know, people are, and I appreciate that that you do uh, put up with me. Anyway, these lithium batteries—they're they're from hybrid vehicles, and they're being looked at as a potential cause of a large fire in South Auckland. Now, when did that break out? Well, it broke out at on Saturday night at ten o'clock in uh, Otahuhu. <laughs> you love it when I say that, don't you? Eh? You love it. Uh, at Otahuhu, and they're tended by multiple crews um, from five uh, rather. No, see, I just did five then. Where'd I get five from? Uh, the word fire is just ahead of 12. There's 12. There's 12 fire trucks. And I said five. And I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 12 fire trucks are working to put out the flames in very windy conditions. That is a nightmare. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll read the story and then uh, Digger, remind me to tell them about the fire that you, when you set those 44-gallon drums alight over the weekend. You, uh, was, he's burning ragweed for me. Ragwort? Is it ragwort? Ragweed? I don't know. Anyway, uh, the, it's terrible because you've got to get rid of it. You've got to pull it out, as I was saying before, and burn it. It's the only way. Because if you've got, like, to next year, because I haven't been that good at it, it, this farm's going to be covered in it. 
and uh, but it keeps you fit, and that's what I was saying before with um, the Wrangler Star. He uh, you go out, lift a rock, do some work. I'm man, it keeps me fit going up and down those hills, pulling out ragwort. Some people spray. I don't like spray. I try not to use spray, I and mean, I use a bit of it, you know, around if the if the grass is growing up, or, you know, up and up the fence, it just looks unsightly, doesn't it? So I'll, I'll do a bit then. And I, 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 I fell over, and I, you know, I couldn't work for about a year and a half, and so um, I couldn't pull, I couldn't use the weed eater. You know, I got, I got a, uh, I got three hernias, but I didn't. I fixed them myself. <laughs> I have, yeah, I'm pretty clever. Anyway, this fire. So while the cause of the fire is still in under investigation, there's an area of, uh, of origin that's already been singled out. Apparently, an area where lithium batteries lie. Ah, oh, so there we are. Of course, it is. Yeah, the owner said that that their batteries from hybrid vehicles that they bought from a yard that sells car parts. So there we are. So that's, that's, that'll be it. There are many ways lithium-style batteries can catch fire. Usually there's damage to the batteries which result in the fire. It's been a very hot couple of days up in Auckland, so that may have played a part. Now, they'll just blow up, you know. But you've also got to be careful with the old batteries as well. You know, like w- while they're charging, you know, those old, those old um, wet ones, the lead acid, if you, if you started using, say, a grinder near those and while they're being charged, they'll blow up. Yeah, you've got to keep them well away. You can't if sparks and flames when they're gassing off like that. So, you know, that's a bit of a worry. I was going to put my batteries inside my barn, and I decided against that. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll be right outside. It doesn't get that cold here. Oh, I suppose it gets a wee bit cold in the winter. But I'm going to have them in a completely separate away from the barn, and they can just, you know, gas off, and they can fart all they like. That's, um, well, I'm not going to worry about that. 26 minutes away from 6, so there we are. And these are the headlines. We'll look at the headlines. So uh, that poor woman there, Christchurch woman, with uh, the breast problems, and uh, in mobile phones, why the cool AI features aren't the best thing uh, about the Galaxy. Oh, but it's just an ad, isn't it? Is it just an ad? Yes, yeah, just an ad. It's an ad. You can go and have a look at that yourself at newshub.co.nz. And then you've got two homosexuals there audibly crying in the cinema. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's oh, that's a fun. Oh, hang on, oh, look at that. You know, come push on it. Click. Oh, God, we're running a bit slow this morning. Andrew Scott and Paul Mescal, I guess they're actors, aren't they? They discuss the amazing difficulty, uh, difficult achievement of all of us strangers. What does that mean? Kate Roger. Oh, she's pretty good. She knows her stuff. Kate Roger. There's a video there. We'll get rid of that. Uh, the Hollywood Awards season is in full swing. At, um, charming red carpets and reporters from LA to London and uh, our Irish actors. Andrew Scott and Paul Mescal promoting their film All of Us Strangers. All of Us Strangers, that's what it's called. I wonder what that's about. Uh, with a love affair on screen, or tell you, a love affair on screen and a loving friendship off screen. The two Irishmen. Eh, hey, are they a couple of faggots? Shh, don't say that. They're gay. They're not gay. Yes, they've stolen the English word. Well, that's where everyone we will say it's gay. You know, that's a, that's just the way it is. That's sort of um, um, co- what is it now? Um, idiom. That's you know, people we say that now. We change the meanings of words. That's that's what we do now. They're gay. Well, they're not gay in my book. Well, can we say faggots? No, you cannot say faggots. You know, you can't say that at all. Definitely not. Well, can we say they're homosexual? Well, I think you could get away with that, but you certainly couldn't get away with uh, anything else like poofters. Yeah. 
pansies. No, 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 none of that. Anyway, so they are, and so they've got a love, they're having a love affair. And oh, look at them, they're together. Oh, I wonder if I could, now what I'll do is I'm going to have it so that I can put, I can put all of them, I can even do News Hub, I'll put them on as well. So we do TNT, I, I'm going to have a section there. I'm sure I can do this, and we can see, but the trouble is they have ads, don't they? No, we don't want to look at ads. So that's, that's them anyway. So two um, homosexuals, two puffers, shh, stop it. Uh, anyway, so you can read that story because it just makes me want to chunder. Uh, actually, it makes me want to vomit. I mean, just met two men kissing you. Oh, hello, darling. How are you? Oh, hello. I can speak. You can speak in that can't, an accent, can't you? Take it. Go on, sh- give us your gay accent. Oh, you are awful, but I like you. Now, who was that now? You are awful, but I like you. That was um, Jack Emery. Oh, yeah. He's, he's one of my favourites. He used to go, he, he used to go like this. He'd say, I'm into otherwise or business. Oh, yeah. Otherwise what? Well, they give me money. The shopkeepers, they give me money. Otherwise, I kick new windows in. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that. Yeah, because you, you were born about the same time as me, weren't you? When were you born? 63. Oh, you're a bit younger than me, aren't you? Yeah, okay. What 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 was your birthday? Oh, you're not going to tell me, are you? No, keep that to yourself. You don't want to do that because there's too much information out there already. And, you know, with uh, the, the AI, I think it picks up everything, don't they? So they'll have you pegged. They'll know exactly who you are, Digger. Uh, and we won't say your last name. Okay, and uh, so there we are. So, look, we're just looking at the latest news over at um, News Hub there. And a Christchurch woman, that's right, plea for diagnosis with three types of breast cancer, all caused by the... Vaccine, isn't it? It's vaccine, of course. Yeah, probably is. The child, the... The the COVID. You can't say COVID. You can't say COVID. I know. That's why we speak in code, don't we? We have to say COVID vaccine. Oh, said it. Oh, gosh. gosh I'm not I'm not firing this morning. A bit of a slurp of this coffee. Um, and then voters trust us. This is what this is what Shane Jones says. He reckons they trust them. Uh, Shane Jones promises to review the Waitangi Tribunal push for reset. Why do you want to reset? There's nothing wrong with it. Just believe the words on the page. Gosh, I've got to get off this page. I'm on there with these two homosexuals looking at each other like they want to kiss each other. Ugh. I mean, gosh, even to talk like this, even to say two men kissing. <laughs> Yuck. Oh, God help me. Uh, 21 minutes to um, six. It's just, um, it's revolting. Didn't you used to be a homosexual? No, no. I used to, well, I, <laughs> go on. No, 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 not really. Oh, well, no, no. no, no. You're having... <laughs> You're... Oh, gosh. Anyway, go go away, go away, go away. Put the billy on. Go As you say, put the billy on. Uh, so what does Shane Jones say? Uh, let's see, see what he says here. We're over at newshub.co.nz. Newshub, uh, New Zealand first promised to review Waitangi Tribunal push for a reset. Oh, you need a reset, all right. Uh, cabinet minister, we believe anything that comes out of Shane Jones and Winston Peters' mouth, Digger? No, nothing. Wouldn't believe a word. No, that's what I say as well. Yeah, so anyway, Cabinet Minister Shane Jones, he's taken aim at the Waitangi Tribunal. That, so that's not Waitangi Day, that's the Tribunal, and promised to reset their scope. Oh, well, yes, reset the Waitangi Tribunal, absolutely, get rid of it altogether. Uh, record attendance was expected at Shane Jones' annual Waitangi party on Saturday evening. I wonder if they did. However, there's an even bigger crowd who are not feeling the Manga Tinga, uh, Kitanga, Kitanga, is it? Manga Kitanga. Yes. 
just have a crack at it, mate. Just guess it. Don't flicking, don't stumble over it. All right. Well, there, making mm. your tongue out there. That's the one. People overseas. Most of our people listen overseas anyway. They wouldn't have a clue. I could just sort of make up there. Yeah. Manga, manga, kingy tongue. There we are. Is that good enough? I'll do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is from the government anyway. Now I've lost the whole just the whole story. Uh, with thousands upon thousands coming from all corners. Is this the truth, though? I mean, do, how can we know? How do we know? We can, can we believe this? Is anyone up there? Was there lots of people? Gosh, I wouldn't go up there. They'd skin me alive up there. I'd be on the, I'd be on the menu. Some of the things that we say here on the program. Seven t- no, what is we now? Keep an eye on that time there. Uh, it's always difficult because I've got to convert it backwards. Cause I, I, actually, I've put an analog clock on the, on, over at... Um, uh, on the, uh, I use OBS and I put an analog clock on there. There we are, 19 minutes. I've got to go back to that and find out. Hey, I'm just loving this new thing with TNT. I'm going to a little transition there. Who's that fella there? Uh, doesn't say who he is. Oh, some funny name. What's the. Oh, well, look, look at all those consonants in there. H R V O J E. What sort of a name is that? Oh, there. Matt Rosk. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's an easy one, but that other one. Don't ask me to pronounce I mean, if there's any more than two consonants in a name, I mean, it just stumps me. Unless they're normal ones like sh or ch or, you know, but when they put a V and a J or something, I mean, how the heck do you pronounce that? I don't know. I didn't do very well at school. I, I was too busy looking out the window. I wanted to go surfing. They were busy surfing and go home, go home and play the drums when mum and dad are at work. Well, yeah, because mum went to, went to help dad once us kids went to school. But she was always home for us, though. That's the thing. Make sure that you're home for your kids, because if you're not, they'll get into trouble. I mean, I remember once when we, we did get into serious trouble, uh, because what we were doing, we were throwing fruit at the neighbours, you know, which is really bad. N- not the actual adults, but and the kids were having a bit of a war with the nuttles <laughs> next door. They were... Um, I don't think they were, no, we didn't really sort of, they were just, they were neighbours, but we weren't really pally or anything with the, with the Nuttles, but he, he contacted me actually, he was quite, quite nice, um, I really liked, they had an older brother, an older guy, I can't remember his name, he was really nice, I remember one day, he caught his fingers in the, in the, um, uh, what do you call it, a mixer, you know, the uh, baking mixer, um, in the house, he caught his fingers in the, in the, um, and yeah, in the mixer anyway, and Dad rushed over and helped him. And he always liked Dad after that. that. This was the oldest son, who was really nice, but he went away, sort of left home and went out and did his own thing. But yeah, he was, I liked him. Uh, didn't really sort of get, we didn't really know know the other kids. They didn't really hang out with us. Probably went to a private school, probably went to more Catholic school or something like that. And we were proddies. <laughs> so maybe that's why there's some animosity there. I mean, you're talking 1960s. So maybe there was still. And I remember there was an old fellow and who, my dad bought the section and, and so did our neighbours too, the Nuttles, they bought the section. And then there was the Dinans. It was on, um, what was it called? Cambridge Street. I think it was 129, I think it was somewhere around there. or one th- Yeah, oh, I don't know. Somewhere. Was it, wouldn't it be there? Yeah, Cambridge Street. Not far from, not far from the corner dairy there on MacArthur Street that goes, that takes you up to the school we went to. Gosh, it was great. We used to just walk to school. Um, we were allowed to skateboard. Don't, they didn't like your skateboarding. And then later on, we got the bus. We were allowed to cycle, though, we, and it was pretty flat around Levin. I mean, the only, the only bit of steepness would be the Tynestreen Railway Crossing. <laughs> Just a bit of a hump on the road for, you know, with the railway crossing. And we lived right next to the railway line. I mean, we weren't the richest of family. I think Dad had gone through a bit of a hard time in the late 60s. I mean, he owned in several businesses. 
And uh, but he was he said I there's no way I was going to go bankrupt or go into liquidation. So he just worked really hard. And so um, yeah, and so I remember one year I think I got a ukulele. I was expecting a horse and saddle and everything, you know, or a tank. I was, I think I I had I was I was expecting a tank, a toy tank, to play with. And that didn't turn up, and I was, my lip was out. Uh, that day, I was a sport little brat, really. And if you think about it, but then I think uh, going through hard times was kind of good for us. My brother and sister, they had they lived the right life of Riley, my older brother and sister. But my little sister Lanny and I, we we um, it was still good. I mean, very loving and everything, except when they're throwing plates at each. Uh, Mum was throwing plates at Dad one <laughs> when they throw plates at you. You know that they could be angry. That's sort of just communication, though, isn't it? Because you know, when poverty walks in the door, love flies out the window. So it must have been hard for Mum, you know, living this wonderful life, and then all of a sudden having to tighten her belt, so to speak, and us kids as well. So how to get onto that? Uh, the nuttles. Oh gosh, schools. Oh, I don't know. You're all over the place today. I am all over the show. So anyway, so that is um, the government. The, the government's. We go back to it, shall we? How did I get from Maoris to talking about my hometown? Oh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, gosh, it's it's boring though. The news this morning it really is. Oh gosh, it's just so boring. I mean, I wish I was living in Australia. It's so it's, it's much more action going on over there. We've got quite a few Aussie listeners too. So good day. And then we've been taking the news from uh, what is it now? Um, Sky News been taking that. They they do great news, and they are kind of well, they're kind of mainstream. Um, but I, I love their um, presenters. They they really they, they know what's going on. They know that we're living in this sort of a a Marxist era. Uh, but TNT they are out on their own, and they've got people from all walks of life there. They've got people that are that hate the Jewish people. You know, they really do. They say they don't, but they do really. Uh, they've got they do uh, actually. Um, that's just this code. They say they don't like Israel. They call Israel um, what do they call it um, an apartheid state, which is absolute. Utter nonsense, and it's clearly that clearly they've never been there or know nothing about Israel. Far from it. Gosh, they've got Arab politicians. Uh, they are the Arabs are freer there than they are, than they are in the so-called Palestinian state, which they don't have. Do they? No, I don't think they have. There's never been a, there's never been a Palestinian state. Do you know that? There's never been a, a, a Palestinian kingdom. In fact, there's no such word as Palestine. There is Palestine that was named by the the Romans. They changed it from Palestine to. Um, from, from to Palestine from Israel, uh, but there's ne- there's, there are no Palestinians. They're just Jews and Arabs. That's all they are. But they want to call them Palestinians. And just because that area where they're fighting at the moment in Gaza, where the Philistines were, well, Philistines they're not. They weren't Arabs. They were a different breed altogether. Dirty, filthy, you know, bestiality. They're into all sorts of terrible things. And they had to be wiped out. They were enemies of the Lord. Uh, the Lord God, the God of the Bible. If you believe that, which I do, one hundred percent, cover to cover. Even believe the. Um, What's written on just on the inside of their Grant Edwards? <laughs> I believe that. I believe every word of it is absolutely perfect at the word level because I've found it to be so. I don't just believe it by faith. I'm a bit different. I actually had to. I said, well, what are the necessary elements of the divine revelation? What must it contain to convince me? And I felt that I was a thinking person, even though I couldn't read properly. I knew I was still intelligent. I just had some, just. Oh, lazy. That's really all it is. Just absolutely flipping lazy out there, too busy going surfing, doing all this physical, all this guy stuff instead of reading. And I think having time on your own with just a book is really good. That's why it's good to get the cell phones off kids in a way. Although there again, they're just sort of getting us used to the idea of of um, authority dictating to you what you can do and what you can't do. And it should be up to the parents. And um, oh, the other thing is, yeah, do you remember uh, on the news yesterday we had. Um, um, 
the, fa- the, the Facebook guy, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, he's in there uh, apologising to the, to the parents of kids that have topped themselves with online bullying. It's not his fault. It's you flipping parents allowing your kids to, to get away and watch. The responsibility's got to go back on the parent on not. It's not the social media platform. They're just a platform. And this, this is just, and look, at the, you know what it is? The whole thing is designed, this whole thing of, you know, you know throwing him under the bus. And, and really, I just think he's an actor anyway in the whole thing, probably financed at the start anyway by the FBI or the CIA or whoever. Um, you know, he's probably just a front man for it. Um, but the whole thing is, to, is designed to take, uh, to take away your... Um, uh, they, they want you to think that social media... They want to stop you from, from being able to be free on the internet. That's what they want to do. Because when the internet came out, it was part of the people because we could go and look at all sorts of stuff. And they don't like that. The globalists, they don't like that. They don't like us knowing stuff. And they don't like us talking to each other. They've got to shut us up. And so they're just using this online bullying, which I think it's, I don't think it's just a flip of nonsense. I mean, you get bullying anyway, don't you? Oh, gosh, we were bullied. I mean, it's just like, who cares? Get bullied. Get bullied. Big deal. It toughens you up. That's all part of life, you know? Get bullied. So, you know, part of it is uh, be, me being bullied when I was a kid. I, not all the time, but sometimes there was a period there where I, I was a bit bullied. Uh, and uh, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It makes a, makes a real man out of you. So you've got to learn to stand. This is, this is life. And I think and the worst bullies are the females, actually. I've got to tell you, they'd be the worst ones of the lot. But we have bullies. And sometimes, I don't know, oh, some kids, they just... You know, they don't like the cut of your jib or something or the way you walk or something or perhaps you're, you know, because you're a Christian, they might not like that uh, or well, all sorts of reasons, really. Uh, why? And then sometimes you can, when you're young growing up, you know, especially when you get those teenage years, that's why the homosexuals, they look for kids uh, f- that, are, that are around about, you know, at that age, you know, like 12, 13, 14, they're looking, they're looking, they're out recruiting them then because that's the age when kids sort of don't know who they are. Uh, trying to, f- you know, figure out who, who they are in the world. I mean, now, gosh, I love my life. Back then, when I was about 12 or 13, I was a bit timid, you know, and I didn't really, I didn't really know who I was or whatever, you know. And you don't, and of course you think, and then and then, then the, the homo comes along and says, oh, you, you're really homosexual. Digger. <laughs> I didn't ask you to say that. Um, uh, he comes along and says, you're really, you, you, you could be gay, Grant. You could be gay, I think, you know, really. And you think, oh, perhaps I'm gay, you know. And then, then the next thing, because I believe homosexuality is a learnt response. I don't believe that men are born homosexuals. Not, not on your nelly. And, uh, you know, but, they, but the gay lobby, they're pushing it that people are just born, I am born this way, which is absolute fiddlesticks. You're not. Men can become anything, women as well. We, we are so adaptable. Um, and I give an example of the adaptability of... Um, just how amazing human beings are. It's a horrible story in a way, but men, a man that goes into battle for the very first time when he has to shoot the enemy or perhaps hand-to-hand combat for the very first time when he has to kill this other young guy, you know, 18 or it won't be 18, it's a 19 or 20, 21 maybe, a young, a young guy that, you know, gosh, young German or... Uh, I mean, with the Japs, it was easy, you know. <laughs> the propaganda was uh, it was easy to, you know, probably easy to kill them because, you know, they had terrible propaganda during the war about Japanese. And here I am saying Jap because my father fought uh, in the Second World War both in, in Europe and also in um, 
uh, first before he went to Europe, he was up in Guadalcanal, and uh, so uh, it's, yeah, I think it was easier to hate the enemy with the Germans. You know, they'd give them a lot of propaganda. But my point is, the very first time that you actually have to do that, uh, I've heard rec- records of them vom- vomiting after they've killed someone for the first time. They they vomit. And those same young men, you know, in about for a few years' time, if they're still alive, uh, they're killing machines. You know, they've almost got a bloodlust. They love it. So human beings can adapt to the surroundings. We're incredible. I mean, that's just the way it is, the way God has made us. We're very resilient. In fact, the more we're persecuted, uh, the better we do, really. We just... Uh, yeah, and, and and that's what the globalists hate. You know, the the real globalists. I'm not talking about the ones like, uh, you know, these these people because it's a fifth a fifth dimension, isn't it? Fifth uh, dimension warfare that we're in. We don't know who these people are. We have no idea. Uh, we know they're demonic, um, but people like Luxon and you know Ardern who are following globalist principles and all the local councils. 